Um, yeah, I, I just uh, turned on the live stream on my uh, laptop, and your audio is not coming through. So, son of a gun, I screwed something up uh, this week. So there's going to be a lot of dead air. Let's recap uh, here. We'll, we'll, we'll recap everything. Yeah. Uh, buy Spider-Man, buy Spider-Man, buy Spider-Man. Yeah. That's exactly what Roro said the whole time. You're listening to Podcast PXN, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. Let's do this. What's up, guys? Welcome to Podcast PXN, episode 39. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Prindle, a.k.a. Dan is DTM on Twitter, and I am joined by the pride of PlayStation back in the house in the studio. In the house. Yes, literally the house. <laughs> Sean Babiak. Sean, we have a brand new co-host, permanent co-host that is joining us over Discord. Roro, the Nintendo aficionado. I messed that up. I messed that up badly. Yeah, I just came up with that and I can't even freaking say it. Aficionado. Yeah, aficionado. We'll work on it. This is only the first episode. So, what's going on, Roro? Yes. Ridiculous how much news in the course of the last 48 hours there's been. Yeah, insane. Uh, so thank you to everyone watching live and participating in the chat. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every week on YouTube. Just search Podcast PXN and you will find us on there. The topic of the show this week is our favorite... No, nope. I did not change that. You did not that. change that. <laughs> it, it has been an absolutely ridiculous week. I was week. hoping you would read this. That. Yeah, <laughs> this has been an absolutely ridiculous week, and this show's already off the rails. So our our news story of the week is, my God, I can't even do this. Is the PlayStation, the 5, PlayStation 5 event that was supposed to take place last week. It is now this week. And we will talk about that today. But first, the show always starts with the PXN News of the Week. So let's go ahead and jump right in. The first item on the PXN News of the Week is... Uh, Sean, you wanted me to put this one on here, so I did it as a favor for you, Thank and you. that's it. Thank you. Uh, Mortal Shell and Metal Hellsinger were both announced, both games announced at uh, IGN Summer of, uh, of Gaming event, uh, basically replacing E3. Uh, and just to preface this, we're going to try to move quickly through the news stories because we have so much PlayStation news uh, in our topic of the show. We're really putting so the P in PXN. We week. really are. Um, so if you want to talk about these guys. Uh, th- these are just the two that stood out to me. Roro, I don't know if you got a chance to watch these trailers or not. Um, so Mortal Shell's kind, and I'm very Dark Soul. I love like the Soulsborne games. Um, this is supposed to be in that style. Graphically, it looked awesome. It looked creepy. looked very weird. The action looked a little slow but methodical. But I just love those types of kind of gothic horror games uh, with that RPG mechanic. Uh, and then Metal, Metal, eh, Metal Hellsinger is basically just Doom on crack. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, music, like, how you're shooting according to the metal song and stuff like that. Um, and it's got bands that I like, like Trivium, uh, From Ashes, I think, uh, on there, which obviously I know you're huge fans of Death Metal oh, Daniel. Yes, I, I, I can't get enough yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, but it, that, those were the two standouts for me so far in the two days uh, with IGN Gaming. 
Um, I, I'm sure we'll talk about more. Uh, I hope you guys both. I'm glad, uh, Rower, you were able to check out Metal Health Singer too. I mean, it's not graphically the best thing in the world, but just an interesting concept. Yeah. For sure. Uh, moving on, this is kind of one that uh, I think, Roro, you would be able to add quite a bit to. Uh, there was a Destiny event this past weekend, uh, which I did join it on uh, Xbox. I joined it, and I, I thought it was very interesting, the whole event that they did. It's sort of like a Fortnite-esque event. Um, I wasn't sure what your thoughts were on it. Uh, I, I thought it was cool, but uh, maybe just a little bit too long. Um, like It was like an hour and a half in total. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on it? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Is this one of the first times they've done like a? I've never heard of Destiny yes. events. So yeah, I'm yeah this, this is the first time. This is the first time they've done a live event, okay. and uh, I think it's very interesting. And I think a lot of live games like this uh, could learn from Fortnite in, in in the sense of like what we were talking about the the live events. They're very cool to experience. Uh, like Roro said, it, it, it's definitely a more realistic take because it takes a long time for missiles to get to like upper atmosphere. And stuff but uh just in practicality like as far as you know actually experiencing it i do wish it was a little bit quicker um or at least bungie needs to set expectations like hey this is going to take this long to get to this point etc etc well remember when they first started with raids like no one is expecting how long a raid would take and mm -hmm. I, I i remember playing the original raid um for the first destiny and that was almost like an hour and a half long experience just to get through that one mission more yeah. or less so it's a trial and error type thing probably agreed uh we did get some more uh news on destiny 2 as well roro uh we have three new expansions announced through 2022 what? yeah that's insane we get Beyond Light this fall. We get Witch King uh, fall 2021. We get Lightfall fall 2022. So they essentially just laid out their plans of Destiny 2 for the next three years. Like, how how exciting is that for you, Roro? Like, being able to actually see, like, what their their planned content is, is going forward. Game director. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that ownership. I like that ownership of it. Yeah, that 
that's insane. Yeah, because it feels like after the first one, I mean, more or less, as soon as they announced the second one, the first one was just pushed to the side, like, you're forgotten. And mm-hmm. two, it just keeps getting more and more support. I mean, hell, at this point, I feel like everybody in the world owns two because Best Buy had that deal where you could get get it for free, and then it was mm-hmm. free on PS Plus and Xbox uh, Gold. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we kind of got a little bit more information about the Beyond Light expansion coming this fall. Uh, I thought one of the interesting things was uh, you can wield the darkness now with a new stasis power uh, that Guardians have. I thought that was that looked cool, um, and that's something that we haven't seen from Destiny before. Um, Mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely like people have been asking for more uh abilities um for a long time and uh, i think that is super cool um and kind of the last thing uh, with Destiny related, uh, which this is kind of important for next gen, uh, they did announce that a 4K 60 frames per second version of Destiny 2 will be coming to next gen consoles. So that's very cool to see, like, kind of them staking that ground. Do we think already. that that would be, like, coming alongside this expansion that's coming out in the fall? Uh, it'll be after that because the expansion's September. September. Okay. So, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I didn't know the when the con- expansion date was. Yeah. Unless the console come out in september which i doubt uh it'll probably be november but i'd cry let me play cyberpunk on my ps4 that would be (laughs) or ps5 you mean no i'm not gonna play it on my ps5 oh okay all right all right then (laughs) uh kind of uh staying on the bungee train though bungee has some uh, new job listings that they've posted uh where they're basically looking for a uh like comedic aspect and aspect and also featuring whimsical characters i thought this was interesting because uh this kind of is very different than what bungee's done the last several years they don't do Uh, cutesy no they don't they do a lot of gritty stuff uh I mean, they have whimsical characters, don't get me wrong, like Buck from Halo is a very whimsical character, but they've never had a game that is, like, very zany-esque. Um, so I thought this sounds very interesting, and it's a new IP, and uh, I assume that this would come out after 2022, because that's when they've announced their expansions for Destiny 2 through. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that, Roro? Yeah. True. True. Yeah. absolutely and with them leaving activision that leaves the the door open for them to kind of do whatever they want to do yeah they're not tied down to just development of one game anymore yep 
moving on, our, the next Need for Speed game has been announced to be in development by Criterion Games. So Criterion is the original developers of Need for Speed. And normally I would be like, oh yeah, this sounds awesome and all that. But the problem here is, is 99% of the people that were at Criterion when Need for Speed was in its heyday aren't there anymore. It's a it, it's a very different studio. Much like Bungie is a very different studio now than they were when they made Halo. They've lost so many people and changed hands so many times. And uh, I'm not sure. This seems like more of a marketing thing for EA to say, hey, we've got the original creators of, uh, of Need for Speed back making need for speed again and uh more so than a than you know a gesture to try to get a better game so to speak i don't know need for speeds times over in my opinion yeah like i mean it's the what well, we just had one that came out last year if i remember correctly we did um uh, i don't remember i don't even know if it cracked the top 10 in mps heat need for speed okay heat. uh i remember it came and went more or less i don't think it got god awful reviews like the previous one but <laughs> I mean, it's just not something that people are clamoring for. Um, I mean, I, at this point, it's either Horizon or Gran Turismo. That's what people want, not Need for Speed. Yeah. Forza, Forza Horizon or Forza Motorsport. Uh, Roro, do you, I don't know, do you really uh, get much into racing games or? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we want to start. Why not cross- Anthem? Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. That's another disaster for another day. Uh, our final news story of the week. It would not be a PXN podcast without some Halo news. I hate this podcast. <laughs> and the, this news is actually pretty interesting because the only piece missing from Halo the Master Chief Collection of every single Halo game is Halo 3 ODST Firefight. And that is finally coming to the Master Chief Collection on PC and Xbox One this summer. I am very excited for this. Uh, Firefight is like a wave-based game mode uh, that Halo developed kind of right after uh, Gears of War developed their Horde mode. And ODST, in my opinion, was one of the best versions, or is the best version of this, because you are playing as ODST, so you have that uh, feeling of being less powerful, and you're grounded, so you don't have armor abilities or anything like that, like Halo Reach had. And... It really uh, it makes you feel like you're struggling to survive these uh, these missions, essentially these uh, waves of enemies. And I I'm very excited for this, uh, and we'll definitely check this out. I'm assuming that they say this summer it'll mean that when Halo Three ODST comes out on PC is when this will come out. So that was Roro's and I assumption too. Okay, yeah, we were talking on the side how much we're excited for it. You guys. You guys suck. <laughs> Hate you both. Jeez. Real jerks over here. You, 
You know what? <laughs> Heck you. You know Thank what? You. <laughs> Moving on to the games we are playing, and I'm just going to talk about what my game I'm playing, which is Halo the Master Chief Collection, my legendary solo run of Halo the Master Chief Collection, and I just want to report that I have started Halo 3, I finished Halo 2, and that's all I'm going to say about that because we have a lot of stuff to talk about on the topic of the show. So, moving on to whoever wants to jump in there. Uh, you can go ahead, Roro. Nice. Well, I am kind of taking your similar path. Uh, PlayStation has the Days of Play going on right now. So I purchased a bunch of stuff on there for cheap, and I finally got Days Gone. Um, I may be only like two and a half hours in, three hours, but I definitely generally agree with most, most of the reviews. The open world is awesome. I encountered my first swarm last night. I panicked like no other because I had nothing to like pretty much attack this swarm. Uh, but the story is just garbage. I mean, it's oh, just... Oh, really? I couldn't tell you what's going on. Everything keeps jumbling around. It basically starts you off mid-mission in, in the game, like, as soon as you start. So it's just a little jambled. Um, but very much looking forward to next week for Last of Us Part Two. Cool. I know you were not. I am... Yeah. I, as I've outlined on this show. But that's for another day when you guys play it. Uh, <laughs> moving on to the topic of the show. PlayStation 5 got a gigantic reveal event today. And I think this event was actually bigger than what I thought it was going to be. This was, was huge. A, this a, was huge. A lot of games. So we have a ton to talk about. So I think we should probably just go ahead and jump right in. So, to kind of lead us off, uh, I didn't put this on here, but uh, we'll just start with the console itself. The look of the console. I think it looks really good. It looks like a very futuristic-esque design. Uh, it really, it does bring, bring out, like, the controller, like, the white and black mix combined uh, design. I think it really flows well together. I think it looks absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I love the PlayStation 4's uh, design at launch as well. So uh, I think this will be uh, the first time in a long time that both consoles actually have a really good design because the Xbox One's design was... Ugh, the original Xbox One's design was disgusting. Imagine being a kid and lugging around the original Xbox to friends to do LAN parties. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Roro, what did you think about the console itself? Mm -hmm. yeah i think it does i think it does sit horizontal as well so they must have some kind of feed or something on there it just looks really askew from the they actually have a picture on ign um and it just looks askew on there on it. horizontal it just looks a little funky so yeah for sure um, but as far as the console goes, at least we can all agree that we're glad we got another light bar. I mean, we got a light bar on the console. I I don't hate it. I, <laughs> I, I don't really, hate it. No, I don't like hate I said, it. Every, everything about uh, the reveal, I'm kind of surprised it's so deviated from the normal since PlayStation 2, really. Um, 
I'm very surprised that we're launching with a white console because we haven't had anything but black since PS1. Um, I, I like the minimalistic approach to it. I kind I really like as far as the, I guess the normal edition. They don't. There's just the PS5. How the disc is actually like you might assume that's in the center, but it's off to the right. Mm-hmm. It looks kind of not asymmetrical anymore, but I still like that. Yeah. Um, the all digital version looks really nice too. Like even it, it looks really symmetrical without that uh, yeah. disc drive. And we it. haven't even obviously talked. There is officially two consoles. Yes. Uh, at launch, which I'm assuming. I don't know what you guys think, but I'm assuming that means. That the PlayStation Five will be four ninety nine, and the digital edition will be four forty nine. So like fifty dollars off. Maybe that's a little too much off, but I just feel like it has to be somewhat substantial. Otherwise, what's the point of another console? I, yeah, it's tough to say. I mean, I I know we're going into the conference itself, but there was that leak from Amazon French that did get debunked basically by Sony as far as. Um, the PlayStation 5 costs costing like 599 euros, yeah. which they would kind of translate loosely to about $500 uh, American US. Oh, really? I thought yeah. that was 700 and something. I thought I saw that it was like translating to $740 or something. People were like, what the heck? Oh, Sony... I, thought, I don't know. I, there were so many articles on it before they oh. commented on it. Yeah, I don't think, it, I don't think it'll cost that much. No, um, I'm not even going to speculate on the cost, but yeah, yeah I... I like the two consoles it's going to be in my mind pretty easy to differentiate when you're at the store which one you're getting being that the disc drive is is essentially front and center um i like the stuff that's available from the get-go as far as there are there are going to have like their sony headphones mm-hmm. which they advertise the 3d audio um they're going to have a charging station right at the bat and i love having charging stations because i hate plugging my controllers into the console um i could care less about the digital remote um and the camera I, and the camera but your psvr camera will work oh okay already they've already announced that so you won't need to get a new camera cool but i like how they already essentially announced the accessories with it cool um anything else Robert, that you uh wanted to comment about the console itself Yeah. See, I'm such the opposite of both you guys. Like, I still love physical media. I don't know why. Maybe mm. it's just the collector in me or something. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Digital gives you that ability to play, like Roro said, right away. So that's a big advantage. Yeah. I mean, the, the only other thing I'm thinking of is, like, with all this backwards compatibility, when it comes to me not even having that big of a digital library right now, how am I supposed to play those games backwards compatible, essentially, on my PS5? Yeah. Since I don't have them on my account, more or less. Yeah. True. Uh, but speaking of uh, picking up certain things, I think we will all be picking this up because it's already sold about four bajillion copies. GTA Five is coming to PlayStation Five in 2021, and uh, important to note, uh, it is coming free for PS5 players who own PS Plus, PlayStation Plus. Uh, so this is really a, a really good get uh, for Sony to get that. I do wonder, however, with them announcing that, if they're going to support something like smart delivery on Xbox, where 
if you own GTA 5 on Xbox One, if you just get the Xbox Series X version for free. I certainly hope that's the case, but who knows? Um, I would absolutely love that. Do you, uh, it makes sense for them to do this, personally, just yeah. because GTA 5 came out in 2013. It is still a freaking powerhouse in MPS. I mean, it essentially is the adult version of Minecraft. Uh, yeah. How Minecraft keeps being in the top 10, this is in the top 10 all the time. It's not and, even the adult version because there's all kinds of kids on I guess there that's that true. play. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I mean, it just the online keeps getting more and more. They also announced till this gets released on PlayStation Five, every player on PlayStation is going to get a million dollars in GTA Online cash. Um, so I mean, it just makes sense for them to do this and keep that community going. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Roro, we were just talking about this last week, uh, and you said it joking, half-jokingly, and I was like, oh yeah, there's no way this is going to happen. A new Spider-Man game was announced. The uh, Miles Morales uh, is the uh, uh, subtitle, I guess, uh, for it. It's not uh, called Spider-Man 2, but it's Spider-Man Miles Morales. That looks freaking awesome. Insomniac making another Spider-Man game already, and it is a launch title for PlayStation 5. That is insane. Yes. I mean, how excited are you, are you guys, like, those powers that are actually catered towards Miles Morales? That's what I was afraid of, and I was so happy they did that. Because they didn't really make mention in it in the Spider-Man PS4 game, mm -hmm. but, like, I'm glad they showed electricity happening with Miles Morales. Because I was like, if they don't have that then what's the point? He's just Peter Parker 2.0. Yeah. Now he's his own character in this universe that Insomniac's created. Yeah. Yeah. Roro. Yeah. I hope there's, like, the variety of costumes again. Because mm. they even still support those costumes, I think. Like, they keep adding costumes into the PS4 version. Yeah. I wanted to go back to that game as well. So, my question to you guys is, uh, does this mean, like, is this in the same universe as the original game, do we think? And maybe like a time jump because Miles was younger in the uh, original game. So like, are we looking at a time jump and this all takes place in the same universe or is this going to be like a standalone thing? What do you guys think? I think same universe, same universe. I think they're going to coexist. Um, there is in the ultimate Spider-Man um, where all three exist including Spider-Gwen um, where they're all three um, kind of together. Uh, and obviously the success of Into the Spider-Verse, and there's a sequel coming out for all that stuff. So I really, I foresee Peter being essentially the uh, Bruce Wayne um, to like a Nightwing or something like that, just guiding him along his way, helping him out, that type of thing. Um, and Miles just doing his own thing, because they are two very diff different heroes. He is not the great power comes great responsibility person. Mm -hmm. um, he is the I essentially caused my dad to die because he always blames himself for his dad's death 
and this is it's it's kind of like a teenage Batman, I guess, but I I think more relatable because Batman, I mean, he's still wallowing thirty years later. That's true. <laughs> um, Roro, what do you what do you think about this? Agreed. I agree completely. Yeah, I love that they're just basically have full control over this. Obviously, Sony owns Spider-Man still, but like they're just controlling however they want to do their Spider-Man universe. Yep. Uh, moving on to Gran Turismo 7, uh, PlayStation 5 announced. Uh, so this didn't come with a release date, and this will be kind of a common theme for this event. That's the only complaint I'm going to give you is... They showed off a lot of games, and about 90% of them don't have release dates. That's my only complaint, and that's what we talked about just two weeks ago, was I don't want to see Sony show off a bunch of games that are still, like, years away, and I'm afraid that they just did that to us, because we did get a lot of games without release dates, and many of the ones we did get release dates for are third-party games, even, that are multi-platform, so... If I have one complaint about this entire conference, it's that. Obviously, it's a small complaint because eventually these games are going to come to the platform. It's just, when are they coming? That's our only question. But Gran Turismo 7, uh, it's back. I'm not sure how big of an impact this will have with Forza kind of dominating the um, the racing market right now. Obviously, it's on a different platform, but uh, I think Forza has kind of taken the, the king for that role i guess um but it'll be interesting to see if gran turismo can kind of rein that back in a little bit um this next one i think we will all be excited for i believe uh ratchet and clank rift apart for ps5 was announced also by insomniac yet again uh, which this what is a great grab for yes. Sony to get them in under first party. Yeah, I mean, it's very smart. <laughs> they made fantastic games. Sunset Overdrive, Ratchet, and then Spider-Man. All three were great games, and then Sony purchased them. So this is uh, a sequel, assuming, to the reboot in uh, 2016, I think, or 2015, something like that. Uh, but that... That first reboot was really good, and I'm very excited to see what else they can do uh, with Rift Apart, which they did show uh, a female character, actually, that jumped in as well at the end of that trailer. Uh, so I thought that was cool. Uh, this did not have a release date, but uh, looked very, very good. Uh, Roro, what, do you, what are your thoughts? Yeah, we're about to see that power of the SSD, too, because Insomniac has said pretty much that players will be instantly pretty much jumping from planet to planet, um, which I wouldn't say that's a chore in other Ratchet & Clank games, but still, that's really cool to hear. Yeah.
Yeah. Yeah, hopefully that wasn't just like a demonstration to say like this is what this is capable of, but then they not actually implement it. Because uh, I know when we were watching the gameplay, they were using those rifts, but it was really just he was using them to like teleport uh, around the world. They, he wasn't going to like different dimensions like he was in that intro part. So I'm not sure how, you know, how different that is. Maybe it's different as you progress throughout the game. Um, but yeah, that that would be super interesting for sure. Uh, our next one, Project Athea on PlayStation 5 has no release date as well, but uh, Project Athea, I don't even remember what that one looked like. What I'm was trying that to one? find. I'm yeah. like blanking I, on I it. completely, we literally just watched this right before the show and we had to cram everything in. We were playing it at like 1.5 times speed at one time. Oh, uh, uh, Okay. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That wasn't the Square Enix one, was it? Was it the Square Enix one where I said it looked like Tomb Raider esque? I don't know. I think that was maybe. Yes, I think yes, it was. Yeah, yes. Where like you saw at least the jumping motion and like uh, Roro said the monsters. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. So I, I thought it looked interesting. You said it looked a lot like um, uh, Tomb Raider, and I think I said it looked sort of like a little bit of Final Fantasy uh, with it. Um, I'm not sure. You how... just saw the only combat thing that we got was like she uh, like called uh, it looked like plants to hold down an enemy or something like that. Mm -hmm. So to me, it just I don't know. I thought it was in the moment, so that's why I didn't think it was an RPG. But it is Square Enix, and obviously they're known for that. Yeah. For sure. Uh, let's see. What's uh, I'm already I'm discombobulated. Stray is the next game. Uh, I thought this looked very interesting because uh, you're playing as a character that you don't tra traditionally play as in, in video games, which is a cat. So <laughs> I'm interested to see how they tell like a, a cohesive story, like playing as a cat. It looked very interesting. Uh, Roro, I don't know. What do you think? That's a good answer, because I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looked interesting. That was the biggest takeaway from that. Uh, this next one, oh, that one is uh, a release date of 2021, so they did give a release date for that. Uh, Housemark's next game. In my prediction, this, this is, is what I wanted. This is your, your wheelhouse. <laughs> Returnal has been announced with no release date. However, this looked very interesting. It's a very big difference to what Housemark has been known for in the past with their arcade-like shooters. Uh, over-the-top shooters and uh, this definitely looks very story-based and it is like a third-person action shooter-esque type of experience um, I know you were very impressed with this Sean yeah so obviously like one they're deviating from their normal not alienation dead nation or even ex machina that type of thing um, so I'm very excited to see what house marquee can continue to do and improve upon development 
Um, they're a developer that I wholeheartedly love. I mean, I, I don't know how you can't, and them kind of venturing out into this and everything that I saw really got me stoked for it, especially the enemy design. Um, it looks like you're kind of, and this will be a theme later on, but it looks like you're going through a loop uh, as far as your character dying, exploring more of the world, coming back and experiencing everything all over again, but maybe learning some new things. Mm-hmm. But this is what I wanted. I know there's no release date. I hope it's a launch, but House Marky just, I think, will nail it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Have you guys, you obviously played Resogun and stuff. Uh, Roro, did you play their previous games, and, and what are your thoughts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. I, my only history with it is a very little uh, amount of gameplay with Dead Nation, and I played a lot of Resogun. Resogun, I you thought was You didn't play really Super Dar- Stardust HD? Nope. Oh, that's I did game. not. That was a good game. So, yeah. I think it's very interesting, and it's definitely uh, it's nice to see them kind of branch out and try to, you know put their hand into something a little bit more AAA-esque, I guess. Um, moving on, we have a new Sackboy game, which this isn't a little Big Planet game. They named it Sackboy. Uh, so a Sackboy, a big adventure is the name of the game. No release date announced. Uh, it's being made by Sumo Digital, who is the people who made Little Big Planet 3. Um it's not really clear yet if this is going to include the creation tools that Little Big Planet is well known for. Um, I think it would be a little bit of a mistake for them not to do that, uh, just because that's kind of what that game was known for. But as we both kind of like pointed out, uh, they wouldn't have named the Sackboy if it was going to have those tools, I don't think. So I think this is just going to be like a standalone adventure type of experience. Yeah, because obviously they were allowed to use the licensed Little Big Planet to make the third. So that, in my mind, yeah. takes away the creation, which I would be perfectly okay with because I was never a huge fan of the creation tools anyways because I thought it took away from the main stories. And you and I went over this as far as with like dreams. I don't want to create personally. I know I don't have that much of an artistic bone in my body, I would just want to play what other people create. Hmm. Um, same thing with like Super Mario Maker 2. I always play like user-created levels. I don't create my own. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just think it, it looks actually like a lot of eyes of Super Mario 3D World, hmm. uh, especially four-player co-op, that type of thing. So as long as they fix the platforming in this, this will be something I give it a try because Little Big Planet is very floaty when it comes to the jumps, so it's not as precise. Sure. Uh, Roro, uh, feel, feel, feel free to jump in wherever. I'm not as familiar with your, uh, previous game history. So I don't want to like, I don't want to be like, Hey Roro, <laughs> what's your thoughts? And then you'd be like, Oh, uh, well, I never played it. Yeah. Thoughts are Halo I, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Halo sucks. No, Halo doesn't suck. Get out of here. Get out of this house. Um, but I don't, do you have any history with, uh,
Yeah, for sure. Uh, moving on to our next story, uh, Destruction All-Stars. Twisted Metal Reboot. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. That's what it looked like. Uh, it is a new like Destruction car-based uh, game where you can actually get out of the car uh, and, and cause some havoc with that. I thought that was kind of interesting, like the one point where, uh, where the dude was like standing on the car and the car explodes. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it's definitely going to piss people off if you're out of the car and they think they got an easy kill, and then, <laughs> boom, you blow up their car instead. Yeah. Um, I mean, it looked like, you remember that Comedy Central show, Robot Wars? I think it was on Comedy Central, or Spike TV. Yes. Um, yep. So it reminded me of that, and then mixed with Twisted Metal, because um, I didn't see any guns or shooting. It looked like all about ramming, going head-to-head, that type of thing. Um, art style is very Fortnite-esque, uh, more or less. My thought is it's going to just be... I don't know why, I just had this feeling that it's like some sort of PS Plus game or smaller game, such as a Rocket League, that they're hoping to obviously get bigger and have people compete and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's kind of a good point as well. It could be a free to play type experience uh, with a bunch of microtransactions. People love those, <laughs> uh, but that that game also has no release date as well. So uh, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. So uh, moving on. Kena or Kenna, I, I messed that up. Again. I don't know where you Sorry. get the hard E. I don't that. know. <laughs> Kenna Bridge of Spirits has been announced with no release date. This game looked a little odd. It uh, is exclusive, by the way. It is exclusive. Yeah. Okay. Um, it um, looks almost like it had elements of like Ori in it. It was like both of us said like there was certain parts of the trailer that were like, wow, this kind of looks like Ori. Like, Ori kind of mixed with a little bit of Pikmin. Yeah. Almost, with whatever you're doing with the, the little black fur, furry things. I don't know what those are called or what they are, obviously, but that's the vibe I get. I really liked her staff, though. I thought the, I thought it was really cool when like she basically just bent her staff and it turned into a bow and arrow for combat. Um, looked interesting. I mean, obviously, I, I am much more open to giving these types of games a lot more due diligence, given my affinity now with Ori as a series. Um, so if it's something that can, I guess, continue that kind of foresty vibe, good nature vibe while defeating, like, I guess you could say like the evil of the woods type deal. Um, it, but it looked interesting. Yeah. I So yeah. our stream got screwed up. I'm glad you mentioned that. So like those two brothers, I guess from Ember Studios, we couldn't get anything of it. It just stopped as soon as they introduced themselves, oh, and yeah. then we went right to the gameplay. Like I don't know why it happened like that, but we couldn't hear. We didn't know what they were talking about or anything with it. Yeah, that. I think IGN. Okay. Oh, interesting. I think IGN stream must have messed up or something because yeah. it was like frozen at that point. 
but yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on, uh, this is a prevalent gaming franchise. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Odd... It's a franchise that's been around for a it, while. It has though. been around for forever. Oddworld Soulstorm was announced with no release date. Uh, this game looks like almost like a uh, platformer, um, you know, in the vein of... Uh, and a Lemmings situation, yeah. too. Yeah. That's what, that's what it kind of gave me a vibe with when it came to, like, on that train. Yeah. Uh, with the, the little things following you and stuff. It, every time I hear an Oddworld game announced, I always think back to the story that uh, Oddworld, I think it was Abe's Odyssey or something, on the original Xbox... It was supposed yeah, to Exodus be. Was after. It was supposed to be the killer app on the original Xbox, and then it ended up obviously being Halo. Uh, but I, I, that's every every time I hear about Oddworld, I just remember that story. I'm just like, yeah, Oddworld, Halo is way better. But yeah, obviously, I've never even played any of the Oddworld games, so I don't really have any credence to that. I'm just kind of spitballing. I just remember playing on the PS One. I mean. It looks still like how it used to. It really does. It's just they're just weird games. Yeah. I don't know, remember if you ever got into them. But I I'm not a huge fan. I've only played I think two of them though. Well, Roro, his mobility the... just pisses me off with it because he's like his arms flap around when you walk. Oh gosh, like, I, yeah. it just annoys me because they always kind of stay like bent at the elbow too. It's just always weird. Roro, you're on the right side of history by hating Oddworld. Uh, that's the way I'm taking your words. You hate Oddworld. <laughs> <laughs> you hate Oddworld, and Halo is the best. That's no no words of those ever came out. I think I, I want to be I'm, clear. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but I, that's pretty much what he said, right? <laughs> Just, just kidding. God, you fit right in on a Trump rally. Oh my uh, God! Wow. <laughs> Why would you say that? I would never freaking support that man. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Jesus. Uh, I just wanted to get you pissed off for this next topic because yeah. you already. Oh. This, this next project. topic just pisses me off even more. So yes, Ghostwire Tokyo announced. Uh, it is a timed exclusive until 2020. Or it's coming out 2021, but it's a timed exclusive on PlayStation 5. This was announced uh, last E3 by uh, by Tango GameWorks uh, under Bethesda. And this is from Shinji Mikami, who is the original creator of Resident Evil. And this man created Evil Within and Evil Within 2 with Tango Gameworks. Uh, and those games were awesome freaking horror games. And I absolutely loved it. And last year, I was like, oh yeah, we'll get to see Evil Within 3 announced. And then they announced this game. And I was like, are you kidding me? I want my Evil Within 3, dang it. <laughs> mikami uh yeah i don't know this game doesn't really grab my attention that much uh it's kind of a a, a weird um and obviously shinji mikami it's gonna be weird but i was gonna say he likes to experiment with things but yeah i'm not unless it's a game later down the list i'm not huge on first person horror games for the most part yeah. not because like i'm freaked out but I feel like sometimes the horror itself is a little too forced yeah. uh, with things. And the enemy design looked cool, I'll give you that. But honestly, I was not that impressed uh, visually with the whole thing. Yeah. Um, it just looked very Polygon-esque. Um, and 
I mean, cool, he has some sort of weird power, or you have some sort of weird power, but it's just not something that grabbed my attention, such as that, like, initial trailer for Evil Within. I agree. Uh, I'm gonna try and... I'm gonna try and get us through these pretty quickly because I know we're going long uh, with all these. This new one stories, I'm trying. But... To, I remember nothing was shown during this whole thing. This is the one where they like went off world, isn't it? Oh, Jet the Far Shore. Yeah, Jet the Far Shore. And saw no gameplay from it. We just saw a weird trailer that I thought was Interstellar. But Sean, the good thing is, and Roro, the good thing is, this is a launch title. Ha, okay, on first PlayStation. Of, we, need, we need to press, uh, preface everything. <laughs> nothing has been confirmed as a launch title. Well, besides godfall they all yeah. just say holiday they 2020 they say holiday 2020 i just assume launch <laughs> title so but you're telling yeah. the millions of listeners that we have every week confirmed <laughs> yes millions of people out there confirmed um yeah i don't even remember that much about this game to be honest so that kind of tells you what i you i know, like i said i, I thought, thought i thought i was waiting for matthew mcconaughey to come tell me about corn yeah the corn here it's so fantastic yeah, you not. look everywhere. Corn. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, here's now. Here's the game we could talk about. Oh, here's the game we could talk about. Roro, this is the game that we all have been waiting for. Godfall gameplay, and it is a launch title on PlayStation Five. My good friend Randy Pitchford is the guy behind this. Uh, at least at Gearbox that is publishing this game. I will not support this game whatsoever because I can't stand that man. Yeah. I... Yeah. I think gameplay. Yeah. yeah, gameplay sold me a little bit more on it. Um, obviously, and I don't know if you listened to past episodes, but I'm not an online gamer really at all. I mean, I played Apex last year and dipped out as soon as I could and haven't touched it since. Um, but. If there's some sort of single player along with it, it would be something that I like. I like the enemy design that I saw. Um, but if it's an online only, such as... I, I think... No, For Honor had a single player. But it, it kind of yes. gave me a little bit of vibes of For Honor in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, with online melee. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. If, if it's a launch title... I mean... At this moment, I have two specific games I have to get when everything launches. Um, never Halo Infinite, obviously. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> but Assassin's Creed and whatever that... What's that game that I keep talking about on Xbox? Spider-Man. No, not that. Oh, Spider-Man. Oh, that's three. What's yeah. the game I keep talking about on Xbox? That's uh, 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 it was IGN first this month. Uh, the Ascent. Uh, the Ascent. The yes. Ascent, yes, yes. That looks good. Ascent. Um, so Godfall, uh, Roro, I'm just going to paraphrase you again, and you said that there's no way you would play this game because you can't stand Randy Pitchford too, right? Yes! All right! Don't give yes. in! Don't Let's give go. in! <laughs> Let's go. All right. Moving on. His hate so, will consume you. <laughs> yeah, for Randy Pitchford, it absolutely will. I'm going to convert you at some point. Because that I man love, is a bigot. I and, love uh, Borderlands. Oh, I, I hate Randy Pitchford. He's he was a, not the only person that made Borderlands, that's for the true. record. That is true. <laughs> he, he's probably not even one of the people who made it. He probably didn't touch that game. He just reaps in the benefits. Doesn't pay his employees. Anyways. Uh, Solar Ash has been announced uh, for 2021. This game, I thought, looked very interesting because it had, like, a Journey-esque art style to it. I thought that was super interesting. 
the gameplay actually kind of was similar to Journey as well, because it was kind of like traveling uh, throughout like this deserty-esque area. Uh, I never played Journey for full disclosure. Uh, really? Yeah. Never played like, it. Like, what are the quintessential PlayStation games? You never played that. I, I oh, never played it. Yeah. So, I, I think it looks very cool, though. Uh, art style looks very nice. So, Roro, what do you, do you care about this or this game? <laughs> yeah. True, true, true. This next one, uh, Hitman 3 was announced for January 2021. Uh, this is obviously going to be a multi-platform title. Uh, Hitman 2 uh, came out, and it was a full-fledged release after the original game was like an episodic release. And I thought that uh, IO did a really good job with Hitman 2. They actually uh, ported in the Hitman 1 maps into Hitman 2, so it was essentially two games in one which I thought was really awesome. So I'm interested to see kind of more from them. And they're an independent studio now since Square Enix. I was going to say, I, I just want to say that I love like how this is like the prime example of two companies working good together. Like IO was making this game before. Then obviously everything got bought by Square Enix. And then they were leaving Square Enix more or less. And they wanted to keep their IP that they made. Yep. And Square Enix is like, sure. Like that's like, you don't hear too many companies playing nice like that especially a big company like square enix so i i do actually really appreciate the fact that they were able to still continue their franchise if they want to yeah i agree um moving on uh astro playroom was announced which this is a sequel to astrobots uh i, I don't well it's not a sequel based on the less. same world yeah based on the character of astrobot itself no release date no and unfortunately it doesn't look like psvr yeah, I it might be though. Uh, do you have a PSVR Roro by chance? Okay. Uh, well, uh, this is one of my favorite, um, especially PSVR exclusives, but just VR games in general. Um, I picked this up two, was it, I think it was two Christmases ago, because um, it was decently on sale. Like, and the Astro Bots were just a selling point initially with PSVR, just kind of showing it off, like little characters. But the game itself was actually a very fun platformer um, that I just kind of fell in love with, especially the bosses and enemies um, that were basically created for the game. And it was like 20 missions, but there was so much side stuff to do. So, And it was actually during Corona, I think it was a free game during this whole time, uh, given away on PS Plus. Cool. Uh Anyways, moving on from that little gem, we have little. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I was trying to transition because I got up to check something real quick. Uh, little devil inside. <laughs> little devil inside was announced with no release date. Uh, was this the weird game that had like two combination com two of, competing art styles kind yeah. of? Yeah, it like looked realistic in some scenes and like I don't know, it looked funky, very cartoony in others. It was yeah. an odd looking game, but it definitely intrigued me. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? 
God. I hope your I hope your audio is recording, Roro, because my God, I, I don't see any movement on your uh, channel on my live stream. So I hope it's recording. Gosh damn it! We're gonna that press be, through. We're gonna press through. Yeah, we're gonna keep going, but my I'm gonna be so mad if that didn't record properly because we've had so many problems. Maybe this week it's already. opinion on Halo is about to change real quick. Oh, shut up. Shut up, Sean. I do my best with what I have. All right, well, this is the one where you're about to cream over Zion William. Zion Williamson? Yeah, Yeah. you're about to cream Uh, over him. Yeah, I can't stand that, man. Uh, NBA 2K21 has been announced with a fall 2020 uh, release date. Obviously, it's always out in the fall. Uh, It'll probably be a launch title for PS5 when PS5 eventually comes out. Uh, it looks absolutely insane if what we saw is going to actually be representative of gameplay. Daniel Daniel uh, was very heavily invested in the sweat. I was. I was like, oh my god, look at the sweat dripping off of him. It looks insanely realistic. Like, what the heck? Um, so yeah, that that's very, very exciting. Just uh, imagine what they could do with that engine for NBA Street. I'm just saying, yeah. give me NBA Street. Or literally any other sports title out there that doesn't look that I good. Just, I just want an NBA Street game. That's uh, all. I'm not going to get greedy. Okay. Uh, the next one, Bugsnacks, is a launch title for PlayStation 5. <laughs> oh, wow. You're into this <laughs> That was game. our exact reaction, too. <laughs> Roro, what, what, what are your thoughts on this game? <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I just, uh, turned on the live stream on my, uh, laptop and your audio is not coming through. So son of a gun, I screwed something up, uh, this week. So there's going to be a lot of dead air. Let's recap. Uh, here. We'll, re- we'll recap everything. Yeah. Uh, buy Spider-Man, buy Spider-Man, buy Spider-Man. Yeah. That's exactly what Roro said the whole time. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Spider-Man. And I heard lots of Halo too. That's, I think he said Halo, Halo, Halo. Mm, so that's weird. I don't remember. Uh, Roro, we'll just try to, I guess, coordinate and try to, you know, say what your your thoughts are because at this point I've Bug Snacks that up. looked like a game that you need to be on acid in order to understand. Yeah. Uh, it, it. I mean, it was made by the guys that did Octodad, which makes sense. Octodad was such a messed up game as it was. Funny concept as far as how the controls worked. Um, so I guess I shouldn't expect anything different, but just an odd game. Like, I, I don't even know how to explain the trailer to somebody. It's like, go watch it and see for yourself. Yeah, I agree. Uh, here we go. And then I'm <laughs> this out. Next this next one. This is, this is your this is all most excited, uh, announcements. Demon souls announced for PlayStation five with no release date. I don't care, dude. We're getting demon souls remake. <laughs> oh my God. A remaster, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Demon's Souls is a game that obviously has not aged well from the PS3 generation. This is the game that started an entire genre uh, as far as being a Souls-born game. This mm. is the first one that did this. Yeah. Um, I am super excited to go back to this. I haven't played this since it launched on the PS3. 
Um, again, it doesn't age at all very well, so I can't wait to jump back into this and probably understand the story a bit more, especially how it connects to Dark Souls, because it does very loosely connect to Dark Souls. Hmm. Um, but it was really hard at that point to make the connections without playing all the Dark Souls games. But, yeah. dude, I'm stoked. I mean, if you want to see how this genre started off and what, what it's become, I mean, this is going to be a must-buy. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with Roro right now that's saying that uh, that game's absolute trash and uh, it should never be played. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you, Roro. I'm with you, man. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider- <laughs> Spider- <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is... Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, the downfall, like, so, obviously, I, I love that you just said Bloodborne. Um, and I know that was a lot of people's first foray into this genre. Down, it, this is a lot slower paced. I think that's why Bloodborne's a lot more accessible to even, like, Daniel, who hates these games. Like, you could probably stand to play that. I don't think you'd get through the first boss without killing something. Yeah. But <laughs> no, definitely not. Have you seen me throw things? Uh, yeah, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> and you came out, oh, I'll beat this. And then you freaking couldn't beat it. So then I beat it. I played it once on yeah. an Xbox controller. Those, It's like a handicap controller. Excuses. Excuses. Uh, <laughs> moving on uh, to the next story. Uh, Death Loop was announced with no release date on it as well. Uh, this one looked very interesting as well. Uh, this is being made by Arcane. Uh, I think this is a new division of Arcane, or relatively new division of Arcane, uh, who are the developers of Dishonored and um, uh, what else do they make? Uh, yeah, they made Prey. Yeah, they made Prey. Uh, Austin they made, Studio. They, made before Prey. they became Arcane, they made the Thief remake. Yes. At the beginning of this generation. That's right. Wasn't I thought that was Square Enix? Was that not Square Enix? I don't know. I don't think it was. But uh, this looks very interesting. Is it really looks like they're using utilizing powers from Dishonored and kind of combining that into a uh, interesting like time loop scenario where you have to like keep um, you know replaying like these areas right. over and over. Uh, was I right? Yeah, you're right. Idos Montreal. Yep. I thought, yes, I sir. Thought, I thought it honestly was because it looks like a Bethesda game. My memory is so good, man. Uh, did you remember but, to record Roro's audio? Yeah, I, it's on there. It says Discord on there, but it's not working. Because I, I, the reason why is in the middle of the podcast, I saw it wasn't working, and I was like, are you serious? Actually, uh, if you dis- if you turn your uh, uh, your um, uh, AirPods off and just use the speakers, at least people could hear him through that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I, I dropped the ball, Sean, I know. Uh, so many times on this podcast, there's been technical issues that I've had to try to fix, and, you know, there's always something wrong. But, anyways, uh, Roro, what were your thoughts on this? Deathloop, I think it looks awesome. It's, uh, I like the concept of it, I like the, the character, uh, everything, the style looks really cool, I like how it looks like a an old movie how at the end when they revealed the name of it it, it just looks it just oozed style i think and it looked like it could be 
either multiplayer or you choose which assassin you want to be at the end. It looked like you were playing as the as the girl, or you got it from her perspective. So it's cool that uh, that we might get an option there. But uh, I think the story looks pretty cool, and it definitely looks like I, it looks like a game that I wouldn't enjoy. But as the trailer went on, it it it, it won me over. Yeah, yeah, like graphically it didn't like yeah. give me like such high hopes or anything like that. But then. Yeah. Yeah, watching that gameplay and honestly just the animation of the like the guns mm-hmm. and your powers just is like, oh shit, that that, that actually looks dope. Like I, I can't wait to actually see that like me doing that, I guess, essentially. Yeah. I agree completely. All sentiments agreed. Uh at this point in the podcast, I'm just like, Jesus, this this PlayStation <laughs> news just doesn't end. Uh <laughs> Resident Evil 8 has been announced. This is exciting. Resident Evil Village is the name of it, but uh, they do the classic Resident Evil thing where they highlight the VII because it's Resident Evil 8. Uh, It is coming 2021, and many of the components that people were talking about uh, in the leaks and such have been confirmed now. Werewolves uh, were in the trailer, uh, as well as Chris Redfield uh, was in there, and you play the main character that you played in Resident Evil 7. Ethan, Uh, right? Yep, Ethan, and it is first person, I believe. Uh, So definitely very interested to see what Capcom can do. Uh, Hopefully they make, as Sean said earlier when we were talking about this, uh, the third act actually good. Um, That would be great. (laughs) Because Resident Evil 7's third act was not good. Not good. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, and I, I think what I'm glad because if you saw how the trailer started, his story comes to a close. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming this is Ethan's last game, which, good. He's a no- nothing character. Oh. Yeah, I'm really now kind of upset about the tease from Resident Evil 7. Um, obviously, they just showed in the trailer, so I'll say you get teased with Chris Redfield coming in at the end yep. of that game. And now to know you're still not playing as him or even one of the original people like chris jill even claire um or leon like i, I want to play my my people like the ones i grew up on yeah so it's like i don't know that's kind of a bummer uh this is going to be completely unrelated but uh i just remembered why your audio didn't record Roo, because i have it set for my airpods and i couldn't use the airpods because my bluetooth receiver stopped working in my computer so then I had to use this, and if I didn't, if I don't change the input on freaking Streamlabs, it doesn't take it in. So that's 100% my fault. I just realized that. So, but we have you going through Sean's iPad right now, so okay. people can enjoy you for the last 10 minutes <laughs> of the podcast. Ugh, what a disaster! I I'm sorry. I've screwed that up. Uh, moving on, Pragmata 2022 was announced. What a Capcom uh, game. It is coming in 2022, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Pragmata is the name of the game. Yeah, another Capcom game. This looks kind of weird, um, and I'm not really sure what to expect from this, to be honest. it's You thought it was Death Stranding, too, at first. I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, are we watching... Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are we watching a Death Stranding sequel right now? Like, what's going on here? Uh, definitely very confusing, but I don't know. Well, the the newer Capcom has kind of shown that they've been able to do very good games. Resident Evil Seven, Resident Evil Two remake, Resident Evil Three. Capcom's remake. been on a roll since the after the first year and a half of this generation. True. The first year and a half, they were awful. Yeah. But ever since then, they've been they've been hitting on all strides. Yeah, I agree. So maybe they're just trying to carry the momentum in the next generation. It just, mm-hmm. I have no idea what to expect of this game. No, nothing was 
told by that trailer except for i guess the girl can live on the moon yeah <laughs> that's all i got from it yeah <laughs> yeah uh the final news story that i think all of us will be very excited for horizon 2 forbidden west has been announced and this is the long anticipated sequel to horizon zero dawn very very excited for this uh it looks like from the trailer we're going to have underwater exploration which that will be freaking awesome that looked gorgeous uh beaches like a beach setting uh so i think that's very cool because the original game was very much just like tropical you know areas and and desert-esque areas uh so very excited to kind of jump back into aloy's story and uh and see what else uh, that game has to offer. I don't think they showed a release date for this game, did they? They did not, but I uh, I did not expect this to be a launch title. I did, no. dang it! Three and a half years they've had! Three and a half years! It'll, the game will come out when it comes out. Don't yeah. you, you want a good game. I didn't expect Spider-Man, so I guess uh, Spider-Man, I'll take it. So That's true. Roro's the only person that's a fortune teller here. Yeah. <laughs> I like that they didn't uh, keep the Zero Dawn in the title and they just went Horizon 2. Yes. And uh, changed it up a bit. That, that was, I wasn't, that's something I wasn't expecting. I don't know why, but yeah, it looked, uh, it looked good. I'm excited to uh, to continue Aloy's story, as you guys were saying. Um, the first one was, is a really good one, a really good game. So I'm excited to see where they, they take off. I was, expect, I was uh, shocked to see so much uh, wildlife and, I guess, people. Um, but it looks like a kind of a shift in in the environment so i'm excited to see how that goes and it's got the captain from the wire in the as it looks like as the main bad guy and you know i think the thing that we can agree on also is uh why the heck didn't they use my title horizon one dawn (laughs) i think you're gonna answer your own question with that crap (laughs) i thought it was a good title you know and you know what dropping zero dawn they're gonna have confusion with horizon forza horizon you know people are gonna think this is a racing game i'm i'm kidding i'm joking um sean's trying to furiously look up i'm trying to remember the actor's name and i can't remember his name the name of the person from the wire and i don't think he's gonna find it uh roro did did you play uh horizon zero dawn i'm assuming okay yes okay and you loved it as well i'm assuming i did i did perfect Okay, Sean. I don't think you're gonna find this name in time. I so can't. I, think... I can't. I. I. I, I want to say it, it's Lewis Reddick or something like that. Lewis Reddick. He's a voice in Destiny. Uh, he oh, voices no. I, Zavala. Oh, what is his name? Yeah, Zavala. It's or, he's yeah. Uh, might be Lawrence Reddick. You might be right on that. Lawrence no, Reddick. That doesn't, that, <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, it must be Lawrence Reddick. Apparently, he's a friend of Martin Luther King. I didn't mean to yeah. do that. All right. Lawrence Reddick. Yeah. yeah. Lawrence, Lawrence Reddick. Lance Reddick. Reddick. Thank you. Hey. God, that was gonna bug me. Yeah, I love Lance Reddick. He was actually, I I want to say he was last time I remember him being in a game. Like as far as like his likeness was, was he in one of the um, the Beyond Two Souls or? Heavy rain, that type of thing. I feel like he might have been in one of those. He was in Quantum, uh, Quantum Break. He was in Quantum Break. Yeah. That's right. Thank you. Yes. yes. I wanted. I almost said Quantum Solace. Yeah. Solace. I'm like, wait, that's Bond. Yeah. Quantum Break. He, he's obviously awesome as an actor. Always has been. So if he's the bad guy, that's gonna that's gonna bring humanity to the evil this time, as opposed to spoilers alert, a computer. Yeah. Agreed. 
any last thoughts, guys, on this event? Uh, any? How about how about some grades? I would give this event probably a A. I think that's safe. That's the, safe. I agree. The only thing holding me back from doing an A plus is the uh, no release dates for a lot of stuff. Um, that's the only thing, in my opinion, that was holding it back. Uh, I say A, given Roro's inclination of Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, that is not... I did not see that coming at Absolutely. all. At all. That is a shock. Yeah. Um, just an incredible... I, I don't know. I just can't believe... I mean, I'm so glad they waited. Obviously, did not. we didn't get this last week, given everything that was going on. Um, but I... Very impressed with what I saw. I know a lot of these are multi-platform games, but that should give you hope for next-gen as a whole yeah. coming up. Uh, and just to get that console design finally to that in itself and me liking it, it gets an A. Yeah. Roro, what about you? I, I am definitely in the same boat. I, I really don't have any negatives, so I would give it an A+, plus because I enjoyed the entire thing, and, and Spider-Man kind of just made it for me yeah like I, you say i'm fortune teller but i was definitely half joking i was not expecting yeah to see that let alone miles as the protagonist i guess i would yeah i, I thought it was a great event all around they they always keep the games coming with these things and i and they have like the little interludes but they keep throwing the, the games at us and that's what we want out of these things we want to see what we're going to be playing so i thought it was great absolutely agree so uh, thank you guys, everyone watching us live. I apologize for all the technical issues. I'll hopefully have those straightened out next week. Uh, what a disaster this week has become the first week. Oh, uh, Control announced for PS5 and Xbox Series X. Pick it up. Yes, absolutely. Um, and hopefully it'll support smart delivery and free on PS5 as well, uh, if you own it on PS4. But uh, thank you guys yet again. Uh, stay tuned next week for our next episode. And that will be our pin pinnacle episode 40. Crazy that we're already on 40 episodes. So, uh, much love and keep on gaming. Deuces.